6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. A thrilled to have Cecile on the phone uh, joining us to on the 23rd edition of the Chorus Radiothon to tell us about Elias, uh, her son Elias. Hi, Cecile. Oh, she's still on hold there. There we go. Hi. Welcome to the Radiothon. Thank you. Oh, tell us about uh, about your little guy. He was he was diagnosed with a with a heart defect before he was born. Yeah, we actually met the Stollery team um, when I was about twenty two weeks pregnant. He was diagnosed that he would be missing his left ventricle or his pumping chamber of his heart. Mm. So, and, ooh, so can I, I'm going to pause you right there. So when you yeah. when you hear, when you hear that, what goes through your mind, Mom? Uh, it was. It was unbelievable. We had an otherwise healthy pregnancy and two healthy children prior to him. And so it, it was quite a shock. And they just sat us down and explained basically what their plan was. We we didn't have any question in our mind that they, they didn't have a concrete plan before he was even born what would happen. Mm, that had to that, that had to be comforting comforting, d- despite the fact that that news would be alarming, knowing that they had a plan and at you know, and it was at the stallery that had to have have been some comfort to you. Absolutely. Yeah, they they explained the procedures that would would happen. He had his first open heart surgery at six days. Oh my, <laughs> cheaper. Wow. Fine. And then a second one at three and a half months, and then the third one was performed just before he turned four. All right. Um, that um, that um, that final open heart surgery. Uh, boy, oh boy, that got really scary, didn't it? Yeah. That. All the, the stars were not aligned for him that day. And unfortunately, he suffered a catastrophic stroke during that third open heart surgery. And it required massive brain surgery to relieve the pressure within his skull. And it turned into, a, instead of, they suggested about a seven or 10 day stay, it turned into a three month stay. And then a three month stay in the Glenrose for rehabilitation following that. So... <sighs> The, the the rehabilitation uh, part of this, what did he have to learn how to do again? Unfortunately, he he lost all functions. He was oh. given a 5% chance of ever even coming home. So um, when we brought him home, he wasn't able to hold his head up. He wasn't able to use the washroom stand, feed himself. He was using a feeding tube at that time. He lost most of his vision um, and fine motor every every facility was affected boy oh boy um the the good news is he's doing well now i i know it's hard to even believe i'm trying to wrap my head i'm trying to wrap my brain about what what you've gone through right i mean it's 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 mind-boggling but he's doing well this is the best part of it it is really a, a remarkable stollery success story he um, is nine and a half now. This was just prior to his fourth birthday that that occurred. Um, and now at nine and a half, he's attending public school in fourth grade. <laughs> and he plays with his peers. He's regained most function. He still walks with a little bit of difficulty. Um, but otherwise, like every other nine-year-old boy, he loves to play soccer and frisbee. He adores Lego and he's he's a remarkable remarkable little guy oh i love it i love that walking talking excelling doing the things that a nine and a half year old should be doing um 
you know, so when you, when you look back at your at your time at the Stollery and and how they the teams are guided you and your family through all of this, what goes through your mind? I almost think they they brought the calm to the chaos. We've had so many awful um, medical emergencies come up with him, and the team there they brought it to us um, as a problem that they could solve. It was never something that they were in question of their expertise was phenomenal. We, <laughs> we knew that we were in the best possible hands and every expert was weighing in on his case. And um, despite the fact that, like I said, the prognosis was pretty grim, they had a plan in mind and everything that they executed was successful in the end and allowed us to spend the last five years with him. Can you imagine if your little guy didn't have the Stollery team behind him? Uh, we can't. Honestly, we we wouldn't be having this conversation. Most of the kids with this condition, um, if they didn't have a world-class facility like this in their backyard, would be offered palliative care. They just don't have a great prognosis, never mind having a stroke, just with the heart condition alone. So we we wouldn't have him here today, I for a fact. Wow. And there's another reason for people to pick up the phone and donate right now, isn't it? We we can't say thank you enough. Uh, Cecile, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon and sharing the story of your little guy. And uh, and, and I hope that, and I know that he's going to continue to excel. And boy, oh boy, he is, uh, he's a miracle, isn't he? One hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> that kid, and, and we make visits there often just to check in with the, the specialist he's gone, grown to love over the years. They love to see their kids thriving. Right? They really do see them as their own children. And, and does is, does he have to have any more surgery, anything like that, at this point? He's. I think we're at about seventy six medical surgeries. <sighs> point. He's always going to have surgeries required. They're minor um, for the most part, thankfully. But, um, yeah, he's going to be a stollery lifer. Well, and here's the, here's the thing. He, um, lifer is good. <laughs> lifer is good right now. He's alive and, and thriving, as you said. What, a, what an amazing story. Thank you for sharing it with us this afternoon. Thank you so much for having us, and, and we are grateful to support the stollery in any way we can. Take care now. That is uh, Cecile joining us this afternoon, telling us that story about her boy, Elias who was having open-heart surgery, his third open-heart surgery, and then had a massive, massive stroke. And here he is, five years later, doing incredibly well, walking, talking, doing all the things that a a nine-and-a-half-year-old should be doing. How amazing is that? And that is what the team at the Stollery does. That is what they do. And that, uh, all of that work to keep Elias going and to support that family is in part what your donations help do. I know we, you, you, you get bombarded with all of these stories once a year, but these stories are happening every single day. StollaryRadiothon.com is the website, 780-407-KIDS. Uh, we're still in that power hour. We've got four minutes left as the Suggett Group and the Hospital Activity Book for Children are going to give $10,000 if we reach that goal of 30 donations, and we're so very, very close. Please pick up the phone 
and uh, donate what you can. Uh, you're listening to the 23rd edition of the Chorus Radiothon right here on 630 Chet.